In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hey everybody, it's Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with another edition of the podcast Southern Fried Soccer. It's a beautiful Wednesday. I hope you had a great day or having a great day. Atlanta United has wrapped up training One of the questions that I had for some of the guys today uh, was what was the impact of not just beating Minnesota United last season in their first meeting, of course, in the snow at TCF Bank Stadium, but scoring so many goals and how it affected the team's confidence. To recap that game, it was March 12th, uh, 2017. The morning was a little bit cold. I can remember walking out of the hotel thinking, oh, it's going to be a pretty day. There was a little bit of sunshine. And it was starting to spit snow just a little bit. The snow started to come down a little bit more. The game was in the afternoon. Start of the game was okay, but you could still see some of the snow was starting to stick. It was getting a little dicey. MLS decided to go ahead and use the colored ball. The uh, It was either orange or pink. Uh, I think it was orange. Um, instead of the traditional white one, so that you could see it in the snow. And then as we started to play, the snow started falling and started accumulating. By halftime, they were having to bring blowers out onto the field uh, so you could find the lines. By the end of the game, you couldn't see anything. And then by the time I left the stadium, a couple hours later, there were inches of snow all over the place. It was crazy. Uh, Michael Parkhurst said yesterday that he doesn't think he's ever played in a game like that before. Uh, Atlanta United, of course, won 6-1. to one. It was the second game of the season. It was the first win for the Five Stripes. Joseph Martinez had a hat trick. Miguel Almiron scored two more goals. And Jacob Peterson uh, added the last one for the sixth. Um, So talking to the guys today about the impact of that, they had some interesting things to say. Uh, Jeff Lernowitz probably summed it up best. Uh, He said, quote, it was huge. I remember saying after the game that it shows to a new team that's never won before that they can win, which sounds kind of strange. He said he can remember when Toronto came into the league and it went, I I can't even remember how many games it went before it finally won. I I want to say like 17, but I'm not sure that's right. Um, And for them to win in their second game, not only to go on the road and win in those conditions and win, to win the way they did because they just blitzed Minnesota United. They really didn't even have a chance to get going. Uh, the first goal was like in the third minute of the first half. The fourth goal was like in the fourth or seventh minute of the second half. They just never stopped. But beating the other expansion team, Jeff said there were a lot of things that kind of played into it, and it was an, an important way to start the year. Uh, Chris McCann um, you know, said it was disappointing to lose the home opener, but to bring the, to, the, to bring the togetherness, to lift the team spirit like they did, to go up and put on a show in Minneapolis – with the goals they scored, the manner of their performance, he said it was fantastic. He said they were getting questioned a lot at the beginning of the year because no one was quite sure if they were a good team or not and if they could play together. Particularly, I mean, they were adding players 
up until like two weeks before the season was Atlanta United. Um, everyone thought it was going to take the team time to gel. He said, quote, it didn't take us very long. It was a fantastic performance. He said, it's in the past now. It's another chapter. It won't be as easy as last year. Many of you might remember that Minnesota United actually came and beat Atlanta United in Mercedes-Benz in one of the final home games of the year. Uh, he said it's going to be a tough game and that Minnesota United has improved massively. Uh, the team has. It looked horrible in the preseason. It lost its opener, won two consecutive games, and then lost again last week. I asked Chris if, had they won 2-1 to one instead of 6-1, to one, would their confidence level have been the same? He said, quote, scoring six goals is nice. Anybody would say scoring that many goals is good for your confidence. But at the end of the day, you only get three points. Uh, he said, hopefully the team can go up there and put on a good performance. It would be nice to score six again, but I doubt it will be that easy, quote. Uh, so let's just recap some of those goals that Atlanta United scored in that blitzing of Minnesota. <laughs> Excuse me, my allergies are kicking in a little bit. Um, yeah, Martinez, I was right, notched a goal in just the third minute. Uh, ten minutes later, Gressel got his first assist uh, with a pass to Almiron. In the 27th minute, Martinez scored again off an assist from Assad. Uh, Minnesota got one back just before halftime on a penalty kick. Uh, then seven minutes into the second half, yep, uh, Almiron hit that left-footed volley. I don't know if you all remember that. It was from the top of the box. It was a beautiful shot. Um then Martinez got his hat trick off a of Viaba assist. And then Peterson came on as a sub and really was undefended. Uh, jumped up and headed one in from about six yards out. Um, so that's kind of the recap of that game and the impact of that win. You know, there are some, t- some moments in a season when you wonder how would the rest of the year have gone had this not happened. Frankly, I've always wondered about this game. Had Atlanta United just won 2-1, to one, had Atlanta United won three to one, had they not scored so quickly in both halves, how would the rest of the season have gone? Um, because this is the game that really got the nation kind of looking at Atlanta United. Because expansion teams don't score a lot of goals, they certainly don't score six goals, and they certainly don't do it in what turned out to be a 19 degree starting temperature and inches and inches of snow. Uh, it was an impactful game. It was an impactful performance. It impacted the rest of the season. Of course, the teams play again on Saturday at 8 o'clock. The weather is supposed to be horrible again. Uh, I'm you know, I'm going to give you all the coverage that I usually give you, but I'm not looking forward to the conditions. But I don't have to play in it. I get to sit in the warm press box. It's a beautiful day today. It's warm today. I wish it would be like that in Minnesota on Saturday, but it's not. Um, again, this is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You can follow me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC. I hope you'll subscribe to this podcast, uh, Southern Fried Soccer, on iTunes. And I hope you'll subscribe to the paper. I still see comments from time to time from people saying, I'm not going to pay for the news. I'm not going to pay for the news. Well, I got bad news for you. Everyone's going to this model. You're going to have to pay for the news if you want it. Uh, You can do it now. You can do it later. It's up to you. It's your choice. I respect your decision. But this is the model that more and more newspapers and subscribers are going to because we need revenue like any business. So I hope you'll reconsider. It's a great deal. 
11 bucks or so a month. You not only read everything I write about Atlanta United, but everything we write about the Braves, whose season starts on Thursday, the Falcons, who have a draft coming up, the Hawks, who are trying to get a top three pick in the NBA lottery, um, high school action from the high schools in your backyard, the local economy, local politics, everything. I hope you'll consider it. It's less than a Subway sandwich foot long with a cookie and a drink and a bag of chips. Take care. Again, this is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I'm Ernie Suggs, racing culture reporter for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And I'm Ned Ravone, lifestyle columnist. Atlanta has been known as the Black Mecca for so many years, but that means something different to everybody. It means everything to me. I've been living here for 24 years, and I am still amazed at how rich the city's Black culture continues to grow. Every day I wake up, I learn something new. Well, you all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. Like historically Black colleges and universities. Atlanta's thriving art scene. And the city's growing neighborhoods. Wherever you live, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what issues are important to you. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. Only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Hey.